Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, it's the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. I want to start with a game that occurred last night in Dallas. The Dallas Mavericks took down the New Orleans Pelicans. As is generally the case, dudes put up big numbers against the Pels because there is no there is no D in New Orleans Pelicans and there is no D in New Orleans Pelicans if you understand the double entendre. No, not that Never mind, you said the letter D. Uh, anyway, but I was I was trying to figure out what exactly we were watching. Luca was amazing last night. He, he seemingly controlled the entire game. Um, he's good enough defensively where it's not like dudes put him on an island and attack him. Offensively, while not crazy explosive, he's he knows how to use his body. He's got great size. He can shoot. He can pass. He can rebound. He can handle. He can do a little bit of everything. And I was I was I was thinking about how, you know, 
in football, right before we get to the to the draft, we always liken people to someone else. You know, he reminds me of. Right? We always do that in football, guys, and we do that in basketball as well in the draft. And though the NBA has changed a great deal, right now you're seeing no centers on the floor, no power forwards essentially in the league anymore. You might see rim-protecting fives, guys that are pogo stick shot blockers, or court-stretching fives, guys that are shooters, sometimes they're one and the same, or small ball fives, but the traditional plotting, throw it to the low post, he goes to work, Patrick Ewing center, even Tim Duncan power forward center, kind of gone the way of the dodo. But that doesn't mean that players' styles, body types, and effect on the league isn't similar. I know we think we haven't seen this before, but we actually have. No, LeBron's not really Jordan. But I would say Kobe was probably the closest thing too, and everybody trying to take a shot at the crown has a similar Jordan effect for LeBron James. But while he doesn't match up to how Jordan played, not just Jordan's dominance, but his desire to always have the ball, to always take the big shot throughout times in his career, right? Like he's, LeBron's even said, he gets the greatest joy in somebody else taking and making the big shot. I watched uh, Luca last night and I thought, this is what Larry Bird would look like. Had he grown up in this generation, played in this NBA. And while you say, well, Larry Bird was a power forward. Again, Luka Doncic, 20 years ago, with his size, is made into a power forward. And you can tell me the volume of threes that Bird shot never will, will never equal the volume of threes that Luka shot. Well, that's where the game has changed. But stylistically, Bird wasn't quick, but could find a way to create space. Bird was as good a passer as there has ever been at his position, and he was a tremendous rebounder. And he was a big shot taker and big shot maker. These are all things. He is, Luca is what Larry Bird would be if Larry Bird was coming up today. But it doesn't stop there. Do you watch Zion? Now, Zion still has a lot to learn defensively. He's still just kind of out-athleting people, out-competing people. But Zion Williamson, if you put a guy his size on him in the low post, they can't cover him. He's too good. If you put a big guy on him, he's too quick. He's too explosive. And while he can't yet shoot, he doesn't really shoot. He's only 19, so he's likely at some point to develop a perimeter jump shot. Do you know who that's like? That's Charles Barkley. And if you take it one step further and you try and find others that are like the greats that you remember, I'm watching Ben Simmons not even take, let alone make three-point shots. At this point in time in his NBA career, you look at Magic Johnson and you think, they're the same guy. Right? Simmons is not a great defender, necessarily on ball, but better than, you know, better than most. He's huge, six foot nine, six foot ten. He's not a great shooter, but he is a good finisher. He's a tremendous passer. Can also pass out of the low post and can defend any position because of his size. He's Magic Johnson. 
there, there's a big difference. There's two, actually a couple big differences between him and Magic Johnson. I would say the biggest differences, the biggest, is that Magic had, he had a dynamic that was kind of indescribable. Now, I'll, I'll say that Magic's personality was so big, so uh, flamboyant, it just, he just takes all the air out of a room. Like, there's never been another Magic Johnson. But game-wise, he's a lot like Magic. The other part is, remember, Ben Simmons didn't come to a Lakers organization that had the greatest center of all time in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, we all talk about Magic because during his rookie year in the NBA Finals, he had to play center because Kareem was hurt. But the fact was, they wouldn't have been in that position if not for having Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? In this era where every movie and TV show seems to be remade, I don't think it's crazy to think that athletes have been remade as well. When I watched Luca last night, I thought Bird. When I watched uh, Zion last night, I thought Barkley. And when I've watched Ben Simmons, I thought Magic. I thought Magic. Because Magic wasn't... Magic was a point guard, but didn't always play point guard. Magic couldn't shoot. Magic ended up shooting kind of a shot put set shot and became a capable three point shooter much later in his career. I will grant you the sport has evolved and it's going to be really hard for Ben Simmons to catch up and catch up in a hurry. He can, but it's going to take a ton of work and it's going to take him missing shots, not just making them in order to do so. But in the what's old is new, and we always do comparisons with athletes, why aren't we comparing these guys to those athletes of our childhood, or at least my childhood, Bird, Barkley, Magic? We always try and find the next Jordan. We found the next other three. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DOUG, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Middlecoff's former NFL scout. Check out his three and out podcast. It's outstanding. The herd podcast network. John, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I want to get to the combine. Some of the things discovered there, but let's start with this story. Tom Curran saying, Hey, the Niners little concerned about the ceiling and decision-making of Garoppolo. I, I would say you could be just concerned about any quarterback, any time. Is it to the level of concern that they would, that they would bring in Brady and jettison Garoppolo? Yeah, I mean, I think it's at the level of concern where you have the conversations where we saw it with our own eyes in the Super Bowl, right? You know, he was a little wishy-washy in that first half, and Kyle, instead of kind of putting his foot down at the end of the half, basically punted, and then he hit the big play, but it was too late. So I, I think sometimes I, I judge coaches by their actions more than their words because typically, unless they're texting it to you personally, their, their words to the public are usually kind of fake. But, you know, I, I just, I think the story kind of st- 
started as a Hail Mary and it's grown into something. But Jimmy's young. That was only his first year starting. I think Sam Darnold has more career starts or the same amount. And he led them to the Super Bowl. So the risk of going with Brady for a team that, unlike the Chargers and the Raiders, that need a little bit of a boost, right? It would be big for the Chargers, signing Brady. It would be huge for the Raiders. The Niners are a top five revenue-generating team. They print money, whether they win or lose. But when they win, it's a, they don't need Tom to sell seats. So I, I, I will be shocked might be strong if it happens just because the NFL, crazy things happen. But I, I would be really, really surprised if there's actually meat to it. Now, you know, Doug, I mean, the front offices in football, more than basketball and baseball, because you're not in football, basically every guy except maybe four or five on your roster, you can get out of their contract. And Jimmy, you could cut. So you have these conversations. But I, I don't know if this thing's leading to anything. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, and, and the more teams you hear, the more it feels like <clears> – <throat> These are just shots in the dark, and you start to see the flaws with it, and you're like, he's going back. He just He's trying to create leverage or a reason to leave, right? Yeah, I think for the first time in his career when you hit free agency, it's weird because you, when you're a guy of his stature, you usually don't need to worry about leverage. Like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers get paid. But when you factor in his age and then the guy he's negotiating with, having a little leverage and a little juice – because. You think Belichick's worried about him going to the Chargers or the Raiders? They made the playoffs one time in 17 years. But you say the Titans, who just, you know, hell, beat the Patriots, right? And then you say the Niners, who were just in the Super Bowl. That might make Belichick. It could be those would be two type teams that would could potentially make Belichick look bad if Tom went there and made a run and the Patriots missed the playoffs. In the short term, it would be a huge win for Tom. Where I, you know, okay, Tom, go to the Raiders, go to play for Gruden. I don't care, but I think he go. I'll go play for Kyle Shanahan, the same guy that Belichick basically gifted them Jimmy Garoppolo to because he liked Kyle so much and respected him. So I, I, I think you're right. I mean, there, there's a leverage element to this whole thing. John Minokoff, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It feels like the Redskins are going to, uh, going to go another year with their young quarterback. But two is sitting out there, and there are others sitting out there. Should they? I would lean. I would not stick with the guy. Okay. And from what I've heard, pretty consistently, is that Ron Rivera is unsure about Dwayne Haskins, right. as many so, people in, in in the league were. Right. And so, so when you're when you're unsure, you're sure. You just don't want to say you're unsure, right? And when you're gifted, when you take over for a team and you're given the number two overall slot in a, in a draft that, well, even if you don't like Tua, what if you like Herbert? You're going to have some options. I think you are having very, very legit discussions. Like the Brady one with Kyle Shanahan and, G- and John Lynch, you have a discussion, but that might last an hour. To me, this one's lasting a month. You know, you're going back and forth. You're discussing everything, trade possibilities. Because the other thing last year, Doug, is that the Panthers, because Cam had been banged up, they were in the quarterback market, and they drafted one pick behind the Redskins. So they had to have done a lot of research on Dwayne Haskins because it was clear that he probably wasn't going to go in the top ten. And then on draft night, when he was kind of falling, you would imagine they had the conversation in the draft room, do we take this guy? And so it's not like you're just typical head coach that came in from another program that wasn't in the mix with the quarterback. Like There is a good chance that Ron Revere and his offensive coordinators from Carolina – have like a legit take 
on Dwayne Haskins and what they thought about him coming coming out. So, I, from I've heard from people in the NFL, and it just it makes sense that it everything's on the table with them right now. Yeah, but then there's Chase Young. How good is he? Well, that's the thing. I mean, if I, I think he's in the Bosa discussion, so you go which Bosa? Well, if you just I'd say both of them. I mean, it's a little different, but he's probably more. When I say the Bosa discussion, I just mean that level impact. No, like no, one I, of those I got two it. Guys. Yeah, I got it. But there's a, there is a difference between the two, right? Like Joey has even said Nick's better, and it appears that Nick's better. Now, maybe it's because uh, Nick has better surrounding talent that t- that allows him to go one on one. Joey's been really good. He's had some injury stuff as well, but it does feel like Nick's a little better. And, but to me, when I watch Chase, I see more of like a Vaughn Miller, Miles Garrett, a Bendy speed guy, mm-hmm. where those two guys a little more power. Now, both Nick is probably a little bendier than Joey, where Joey's power is just crazy. Uh, so if you see Chase Young and you you put him in the Miles Garrett, Vaughn Miller, you know the Bosa level prospect, but plays different style, you know th- those guys impact the game just immensely. So if you aren't going to take a quarterback, you it's not even a question. You just take him. But the quarterback thing just swings it because of the important – if you don't have that player, it doesn't matter if you have four Nick Boses, right, or Joey Boses or right. whoever. Right. We, we saw last year with the Chargers. Rivers was bad. No, their D-linemen were fine. It, it's just you can only do so much. Now, when you have the lead and you're a good team and you have those guys, it's a wrap. Like you're going to go to the playoffs. I, I think Chase Young is big time. Uh, every time I watched him for the last couple of years, he dominated. And it's, I mean, it's, it, you don't need to be Bill Walsh to figure out a guy like him. I, I just think the question is, do you want to risk, like, if you have an opportunity and you like these guys dramatically more? We saw it last year with Cliff, with Josh, and Kyler Murray, and it turned out to be the right decision. If you get in those situations, you're better off just making the move now than, you know, let's give them a shot, and then it doesn't go well, but... Rivera's a good enough coach. They win six or seven games, and they're drafting 14. You know, you're not getting up to get one of those guys next year. So, to me, you got if you if you have any reservations, you pull the trigger now, and you just go. We'll figure out how to get a Chase Young later. Do you like Do you like Tua, or are you a Justin Herbert or even a Jordan Love guy? I actually watched Jordan Love for the first time yesterday, and it was it was just a highlight tape, so it was all positive plays. But about five minutes in, it was. I completely understood why everyone likes this guy. The talent is immense. Now, there's more to quarterback than that. Like, I don't know. I know a lot more about Herbert and Tua and their character stuff and how smart they are. Everything I've heard checks all the boxes. I don't know anything about Jordan Love. I've never heard anything bad. But to me, like, his work ethic, his football intelligence, you, that's the what you'd have to be digging in now. But you see a guy that, I don't know, 6'4", who moves around really well, who's got a big-time arm, I watched this tape just thinking, like, yeah, this guy, I'm not going to be shocked when he goes in the top ten. There's just too much talent. Now, is he raw? Does he need a lot of work? For sure. But you, you, the talent is just always – I mean, look at Josh Allen, even Mahomes, the way we talk about him now. I mean, when he was coming out, he was a major project. And I think that's how people are going to look at this guy. My, my, my issue with Tua, and I'm just a state school kid. I didn't go to medical school. They just some of these injuries, like you have constant ankle injuries, yep. then you have a hip, hip injury. injury yep. You're just you talk to him at the at the Super Bowl, like he's well built, but he is smaller. You know, he's not. What do you think he is? A little shade under six one. Yep. But he is thick. But the difference is just the bodies that fall on him, and, and I think in that conference, right, 
you're basically playing NFL D lineman every week. And he's not running uh, away. He's not really running away from guys. Like he's athletic, but he's not a freak in there. And he's getting caught in college. That that's one of the things that people have told me is like, look, he, he, no one said that he's Lamar Jackson, but he's getting caught in college, and that shouldn't happen. Well, think about this. I think because we look at him because he's smaller, you just assume he's kind of a movement guy, but he's really much more of an old school pocket quarterback. Yeah. Where where Herbert and Jordan Love and even Burrow, they can move. Tua's just looking. Tua wants a nice pocket and throw dimes. So it's like we're basically drafting, you know, a Rivers, Peyton. Like that's how the guy wants to play from within the pocket, throw dimes. But he's but he's already been hit a bunch, and he's shown that he's not that durable. I, I think the questions on him from durability are beyond legit. Like I, there are going to be some teams that are just going to go no. And especially if you go, well, you got Jordan Love, who's a project, but really, really talented and big, and then Herbert, who's even bigger and kind of raw, but has produced at a pretty high level. I think it's a really, you know, kind of fascinating quarterback draft after two after Burrow goes one because is a team going to like one of those two guys over Tua? And I would say if he was 100% healthy and never been hurt, it'd be a no-brainer. Tua would go second. Hell, Tua might be competing to go one. Right. But his injuries, I, do not be shocked if, like, whoa, did Jordan Love just go ahead of Tua? Who's to say that Tua's not the fourth quarterback off the board? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't, you know, again, it's going to depend on medicals, but it does feel like people, it, you know, their, their first impression was so strong on Tua, it's really hard for them to come off of that. Um so 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 we'll see. John Middlecoff, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show, here on Fox Sports Radio. You know the Raiders. What do they do? The Raiders? Yeah. Uh, well, it sure doesn't feel like Tom's going to end up there. I, You know, I, I've i heard that just Derek is basically, they're just kind of on the fence with. If they got to roll back, they will. If they can upgrade, they will. But who would they upgrade with? Yeah. If Brady stays in New England, and that means Tannehill will probably stay, would they? Would Gruden go after Jameis? I, I saw Schefter said that back in the day, you know, Gruden loved Jameis coming out, but Gruden loves everyone coming out. So it's hard to coming put, out. It's and, hard to put much stock. And he into loves that. quarterbacks, but you know, and Jameis probably has more talent, but he already has a guy. He has an incumbent, right? It's hard to be well, an incumbent. Especially a guy that's now been in his offense for a couple of years. Dude, what yeah. I could see the wild card being is when when Andy took Mahomes, he was a legit project, and it was he didn't even it wasn't even a question. Like he kept saying, "This guy's our starter." No one really knew about Mahomes, so it wasn't that crazy. They had been winning a bunch, so Alex just started. Now he ultimately got Wally pipped, and they moved on after the year. But he was safe for that year. Gruden has two picks, relatively high. And, like, what if one of these quarterbacks, that whichever one that he likes, a Love, a Herbert, is, like, falling to, like, 8, 9, 10? Could he trade up and get one of those guys but keep Carr on the roster? And unlike Alex, who Andy will tell you was couldn't have been any better than Mahomes, it's a little different situation when you're 28, you've never played in a playoff game, a lot of people are questioning how good you are, it could get weird. Would that force Gruden's hand to then move on from Derek, or would he just say, "Hey, we're paying you a lot of money, suck it up"? That's where I—that's probably the biggest wild card to Carr's uh, Raider status. Because if they right. don't, I don't see them really getting a free agent. Not that you just never know a Gruden. But he—you look at last year, he signed like the Kaisers, the Glennons. If they draft a guy in the first round, 
I think Gruden could easily just say, well, Derek, you're our starter. We're paying you a ton of money. Suck it up. Be a good guy and be a pro. I mean, I, we compete. Who are we yeah. not to compete? It's not, we've made the playoffs one time in 17 years. Hey, you, you've made it one time in your career. Let me ask you real, really quickly. Breeze went on a, a Boston radio station and said, you know, the, the, he'd love to play till he's 45. My thing is, like, at some point, don't the Saints need to say, like, hey, dude, this is your last year? Yeah, it's kind of, I wouldn't say holding them hostage, but, like, it, is it good business to be in bed with 40-year-old athletes? No. You know, at, at the pro level? I no. mean, it's, I, I get Tom versus time and, and Drew Brees, but these guys are kind of playing with some fire to me. I, I, I'm with you. But he, but he kind of puts you in a weird spot. Like, imagine if at least Tom's given Bill somewhat of an out where Bill can be like, yeah, he didn't want to come back. You know, what if Tom was right now tweeting, I want to go back to New England and Bill's not letting me come back? It would kind of make Bill look bad. Right. But Breeze, you know, the Saints, they don't really have a backup plan yet, but he just keeps saying kind of year by year, I'm back in, I'm back in. You know, we had heard rumors a couple years ago that they wanted to get Mahomes, the Saints did. The problem is when you got Breeze and their team is actually really good, how are they ever, Doug, not going to be drafting like higher than 25? They're just they're kind of screwed, but like you said, they don't really have a long-term plan, and even if they get a good backup, they can't really keep them long enough because Drew won't go away. Eventually, you can, you're not hoping he falls off a cliff, but I don't know if Sean Payton would have lost you know too much sleep if Drew would have been like, you know what, I'm going to go to ESPN and call games. And he'd be like, okay, cool, yeah. see ya. But what are you going to do? Sit, tell him no? I think at some point you do. At some point you got to take the keys from Grandma. So you can't drive I think anymore. It was, I, but I, I think it was easier, like, back in the day with, like, Bill Walsh. I, I think it's really hard of the players of that status. Right. Brady, Breeze, LeBron, Steph. Like, they kind of got you against the wall just because the fans, you know, they have, like, a 99% approval rating on whatever team they're on and how important they are. Brady, again, Brady could really, if he wanted to, and we'll see, he might, if he leaves, make Belichick look pretty bad. Yep. Like, just say, you know, and he already felt like yesterday it kind of happened, right, when that story leaked, like the call didn't go well. Was Belichick telling people the call didn't go well? Probably not. Yeah. And that is, that is though, yeah. I do think Sean Payton and Drew have a pretty tight relationship, which might help this out a little bit. Great stuff. John Middlecoff, three announce the podcast. John, great stuff, man. Enjoy Steph Curry being back in a Warrior uniform. We'll talk soon. See you, Doug. Have a good one. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris Broussard joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Obviously, uh, he's part of The Odd Couple. Great show which airs at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, with crazy uncle Rob Parker. Um, by the way, uh, Chris, um, uh, Ryan Smith is working on the board for us today. He says, I don't have any black friends. We're friends, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are friends for sure. All right, good enough. There you go. There's one, Ryan. There's one. Uh, he's he's being sarcastic. We were talking about whether or not black people would like Boise. I was like, everybody liked Boise, and he said it's not on his list. Yeah, I mean, look, I've been to Boise, and um, it's nice to visit. I wouldn't want to live there. Okay, how many? It's, years? it's like two two percent black. I think is might be the state or the town population. 
Not enough for me, but it's a nice city to visit. All right, fair, fair enough. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Ryan Smith winning an argument, although we'll have to check on those those demographic numbers. I think the I think the population changed a little bit. Anyway, uh, I saw Zion and Luca last night, and I thought to myself, I I don't I don't hate doing comparisons. I think Luca is what Bird would be like if he played today. I think Zion is Barkley. Is that crazy? No, I actually uh, like those comps very much. I've been calling Luca Luca Legend, and uh, you know their games are somewhat similar. Bird was a tremendous passer. Luca's a very good passer. Bird was a tremendous shooter. Luca's a solid shooter. Going to get better. Uh, obviously, they both could control the game with their ball handling and. The, I, I've called Luca Luca legend, and here's what I say, Doug. Larry Bird, let's just call it what it is. He was the last white player who was arguably the best player in the world, and I think Luca will be in that conversation. You know, over the next decade or so, whether he is or not, he'll be in the conversation. And so I love it, and and I think he's very comparable to Bird. We'll see if he has Bird's heart. And, you know, ability to win, that's what the question is. It's hard to tell this early in his career. But the game is, is I agree, I think he's a good comp to Larry Bird. And then Zion, yes, Charles Barkley, he's obviously more explosive, but definitely a Barkley-type player. Not the rebounder, at least at this point, that Barkley was. Barkley was a phenomenal rebounder, and Luka hasn't shown that yet. Uh, we'll see if – I think he'll start to. Um, but he also, I think, is comparable to Larry Johnson, who was a great post player until his back gave out. <clears throat> not not, not a bad comp. And he was explosive. People forget how explosive he was before he hurt his back. Won the right. dunk co- – I think he won the dunk contest. He was in the dunk contest. I think he won the dunk contest. Remember, that was the old Grandma Maude days. Chris Broussard joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Is Dallas a threat to anything in the West yet? No, I wouldn't go that far, although obviously their offense is, is incredibly efficient. And you saw last night that they defended Zion better than anybody outside of Milwaukee. And so that was impressive with their length and their size. And Porzingis, man, he is, he's become underrated. Like, Porzingis is playing great basketball. So I love their future. They're the sixth seed, I believe, right now, so they would get probably like the Clippers or the Rockets. They'd be an interesting matchup with the Rockets just because of the size differential. Um, so I think at best they could upset a team like Houston, but no, I don't. I, I, they're not a serious threat to take off any of the like the Lakers or the Clippers or even get to the conference finals at this point. Maybe. Maybe next year. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Chris Broussard. Um, Clippers have looked better of late. Is is this, you know, there have been some that thought they've struggled with chemistry because they haven't had everybody play all at once. What are your thoughts on where the Clippers are in their growth curve? Well, like you said, they've looked great lately. They've won, what, five straight. I think they're 8-0 when they're fully healthy. Um, and I know the chemistry concerns, and I know that that's a franchise, think about it, last year, where the players, the mindset in the locker room, and really throughout the organization 
was every possession counts. Not just every game, but every possession. Now you've got two stars you've brought in, Kawhi and Paul George, and they're not practicing as much. They obviously don't have a mentality of every game, certainly not possession matters. And it's really like all about the postseason. So I think there's been an adjustment there. But when I look at their chemistry on the court, Doug, and I know they, they do a lot of isolation, but I also see pretty good ball movement. I, I see a lot of good chemistry. I mean, for a team that hasn't really been able to practice together with their full complement of players and obviously play a lot of games together, I think their com- chemistry is outstanding uh, when they have all their guys on the court together because Kawhi, the, the great thing about them is nobody's ball dominant. Nobody. And so Kawhi, even when he's sitting out every fourth or fifth game, he fits in because he doesn't dominate the basketball. Um, and, and, you know, Lou Williams, Montrez, Harrell, Paul George, they can get their points without over-dribbling and things like that. Um, so I, I don't have too many concerns about their chemistry on the court together. Who's your MVP now? Giannis. You still with LeBron? Yeah. He's playing great, and I think there's a groundswell. I think Giannis deserves it, but there seems to be a groundswell of support. I I have no problem with him being player of the month the last two months in the West, but I thought there was an argument for Damian Lillard last month and certainly for Russell Westbrook this month. And, and LeBron was better in November. They went 14-1, and one, and he didn't get it in November. So... I think now there there seems to be uh, I just think strange things are happening to kind of get it get it for LeBron and look he's having a great year so I won't I won't poo poo it but I just think it's Giannis. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Who's the biggest threat to Giannis and the Bucks in the playoffs? I I'm gonna say Boston. Uh, I like a lot of teams in the East. I like Toronto. They obviously, even though Siakam has become a legitimate star, they kind of lack that star power that you might like in a team getting to the finals. But they play incredibly hard. They're well coached. Uh, Philadelphia, we keep saying if, if, if. So I'm not going to put them in that grouping yet because first, can they get healthy? Second, can they get their minds right when they're not playing in Philadelphia? So too many question marks for them. But I think Boston, Miami I like, and I know they've given the Bucks major trouble. They're 2-0 against them. But I still would take the Bucks in a playoff series. I think Boston, I'm going to say, is the toughest matchup. Jason Tatum, I'm not going to call him a superstar yet. But next year I think he's a legit superstar. His handle has become incredible as far as creating his own shot. He's shooting 48% from three this month, or, or the last month, which is ridiculous. He, we've seen him, Doug, in the playoffs, on the big stage, and he hasn't wilted. And so I think now, where I've always looked at Boston the last few years, even with Kyrie, because he was a point guard, I kind of said, they're really good, but. Right. They didn't have, you know, now the but was that they don't have that superstar wing player that can lead you and now they do so 
I think they're legit, and next year I think they'll be a legitimate championship contender. Chris Broussard, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of fascinated by this, and 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 stick with me here. Uh, the Houston Rockets. You, you guys had Daryl Morey was on first things first, and he thinks one of the reasons that the NBA ratings are down is because the announcers, he thinks, are too negative towards the current style of play. Is is that argument in any way legitimate? I don't think so. I mean, obviously there are a lot of other reasons for the ratings being down. So many of the stars on the West Coast. Zion was out for the first several months, and the Pelicans were on TV all the time. Um, I think, I think the media, where you could blame the media to some degree, for the ratings being down would be that over the last maybe decade, if not more, we have put so much emphasis on rings, on championship rings, um, that we, we kind of, it belittles the regular season. Because if a guy has a great regular season but doesn't end up winning the championship, we, we, we act like it didn't, he didn't do anything, like it doesn't matter. And I think in that way we've unintentionally belittled the regular season ourselves but I also would put a ton of the blame on the players just because of the low management it's mainly Kawhi he's the only one doing excessive low management but um we've seen some national games obviously where guys haven't played and I also think the injuries look how many players are injured Durant it was Zion Kyrie Steph Clay um so I think all of those things I love listening to Mark Jackson, Mike Breen, and Jeff Van Gundy. I love listening to Hubie Brown. I, everybody loves Charles, Jack, and Kenny Smith. So how can you criticize, say any of that is responsible for uh, the, the drop in the ratings? So I, I don't think his, his argument held any water. I completely and totally agree completely and totally agree with you chris great stuff odd couple starts seven o'clock eastern four o'clock pacific along with uh, rob parker who's he's really on the golden girls cruise huh i'm not sure how much he's enjoying it i'm looking at these pictures and i don't know i hope he's having fun what, why did why did he do it as a gag what was the what was the reason behind it <laughs> no he, he thought it was gonna be live i mean he really did he was excited um i think he misread it I really think he he uh, he just swung for the fences and missed. So I I'm I'm feel confident in saying this will be his last Golden Girls cruise. I tend to agree with you. Tend to <laughs> agree with you, Chris Broussard. CB, thanks so much. All right, my man. Later. Chris Broussard, one of my two black friends, joining us. Appreciate that. I liked Golden Girls. I did. I'm not gonna lie. That was a Blanche Debois. Wasn't it? Wasn't Blanche Debois? Wasn't that her name? Blanche Debois. Yes. Anyway, um, a future Hall of Famer could be joining the Knicks. Tell you who. Next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.